Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, Kim. Did you ever read those Choose Your Own Adventure books when you were a kid? You know, the ones where you could choose what happened to the character by flipping to a certain page? Yes, it's like four stories in one, and then you have the opportunity to follow your own imagination and lead the story as a yes. reader. Yes! It's so fabulous. I love those books so much. Me too. That's part of the reason why I'm totally in love with this week's book. When I Wake Up, written by Seth Fishman and illustrated by Jessica Bagley, is a picture book, Choose Your Own Adventure. It's so cool. I love this unique structure and the way that the illustrations play a huge role in the storytelling. We're excited to chat with Seth and Jessica about the creative process behind this creative book. Let's talk. And we're going to start with you, Seth. This story has a really unique structure. Where did you get the idea for the book and for the way that you told it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, this is my first picture book of fiction. I've written these nonfiction books that are sort of formulaic now. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't love doing them, but I was looking to do something different. And the way that I discovered this book is most things come from inspiration. I have a kid who doesn't sleep very well. And I went and bought one of those alarm clocks with a stoplight with the red, green, and yes. you know orange. We set it up and we're like, all right, you can't come into our room. And boy, he came in every day. And <laughs> didn't work at all with him, but it didn't get me thinking about what that would be like. And once I figured out that, oh, he could do something. What would he do if he wasn't, you know, coming into our room? Then I was thinking, oh, he could do a lot of different things. And I bit off a lot by doing that. I mean, writing four of these four threads I had, you know, on normally when I'm writing, I'm, you know, I do paginate. But in this case, uh, it was like A, B, C, D threads. And I, you know, have, you write them together, but then you write them separate. And I rewrote, you know, throw out one of them completely, but then you, you know, had to make it work together. So it, it was a challenging one, but it was really fun. I mean, stretch that brain muscle, you know? Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's so fascinating. I, I love the structure. So Jessica, oh, last time we talked to you, we talked to you about a book that you were the author and the illustrator on. And this one, you were the illustrator only. And we're wondering what it was about this project that made you want to say yes to working on it. It was immediate. I read it and I loved the openness. I loved the different storylines. Together, when you're just reading the text, they don't make sense, Mm -hmm. but they do on their own storyline. I loved it. I thought that it was really great. And I thought that, you know, as an illustrator, you're really always looking for something that you can add something special to and bring in, you know, like your own sort of like 
storyline in a way. And I thought that because the text was so open, there was just something about it that really pulled me in that inspired like all these different visuals. And I just, I loved this idea. And to Seth's point, I illustrated this book in a way that I have never illustrated a book before. Yes. And so I think it was something that I immediately was like, well, how am I going to tell these four different stories, but make them cohesive? And by breaking it up, into each storyline as a different color. Mm-hmm. I thought that that would be like a really simple way visually to make that continuity go across each individual storyline. And then seeing them all together would be this sort of like fun visual challenge. Yet there was this <laughs> continuity. It's yeah. beautifully done. Seth, can you give us a look into the writing process for this book? Yeah, for sure. And quickly about something that Jessica said earlier, watching her bring the art in was really amazing because it helped me edit as well because... Mm. Even the visuals, not just squares of different colors, but circles and triangles. And the way that she played with it was really awesome. I always wondered whether you had a hard time just figuring out what colors to choose. (laughs) But to answer your question, 100 billion trillion stars like poured out of me. It was it was like I wrote it all in two hours and edited it, you know, over another weekend. And the other ones, though, were like. I re- again, I'm very proud, especially Ocean in Your Bathtub. I have another one coming out called, which is about germs. That's amazing. That's amazing. But those got really hard because you have to do so much research. Once you create this style again, where you're like, oh, somewhere halfway through, I'm going to have a spread that has all this facts and I'm going to go in and out in terms of education. And I always have to info dump lots of stuff and then cut way back so I can make it you know, understandable for a younger crowd even though the book sort of reads up and teaches adult things, the nonfiction books are really hard. Mm. And uh, this was just so different. And uh, it was really, really fun. Having to do the A, B, C, D threads was a whole nother level of challenge because it was writing four books. I had to decide what was the point of each one of them. And actually, I've been finding it interesting seeing some of the reviews as sometimes they're really surface. And I don't mean that negatively about the reviews. These are like very nice reviews, but it is like, (laughs) You, you know, are you going to ride a scooter? Are you going to do this? I'm like, well, it's a little bit more. It's about more than that. You know, each one of these sections. And so that's the fun thing is that I had to figure out what each one was about and what, you know, on a surface level. And then also in a way that like could make the kids really read it several times and learn something about themselves and, and, and about the way that they interact with the world and about the way they interact with their parents. And so the, I just, you know, I created a puzzle, but I, I really, really, really loved playing in that world. You know, it was just a brain exercise, you know. Well, I love how each thread kind of explores a different piece of the child, a different thing that a child might love to do. The drawing and the being outside and eating the marshmallows. And the marshmallows. <laughs> in the, the gardening. Closet. Just all of these things that are really lovely things to choose to do. I love that. None of those choices were like watching TV, you know, yeah. playing video right, games. Right. These are creative, wonderful things that help a child learn and grow. And I tried to make them all things that people recognize too. Like the marshmallows, my kid will go in there and quietly eat some candy <laughs> in there. Or I will go in there and quietly eat candy. Well, that's you know, the part I love about that. Like mom and dad do. It's just <laughs> yeah. so yeah. true. Jessica, we were wondering a little bit about your illustration process. In knowing that there was going to be four different storylines that I was going to be depicting, I knew that I wanted to keep it visually interesting. That was like the biggest thing. In terms of breaking it up, obviously I had figured out, okay, it's going to be four different colors. And that was really like, I knew that I wanted it to start in black and white and end 
you know, either in black and white or like, you know, kind of this mix. I think that I did a black and white version of the final and then a full color. I knew that I wanted it to sort of have that sort of story arc in itself with the color and that each one was going to have, you know, its own sort of thing. And, you know, breaking it up with the colors, that was like the first place. But then the second place was definitely like, well, I don't want each spread to feel like you're just like looking at different squares. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to play around uh, with lots of different ways I could break up the page. We looked at like sort of uh, square, you know, uh, or rectangle like so I I really did play around to see like what was going to give me the most room to be able to you know really like mix it up keep it interesting and the color thing is really kind of funny because you know I knew that it should be something that's really simple and so I did play with several colors but it was funny because I didn't do you know red yellow blue and green because in a square it looks too much like a favorite corporation's logo (laughs) of squares that I'll just (laughs) remain nameless and then I took out the blue Yeah, I was really like, that's not going to look right. I took out the blue and I swapped it for the purple, which is actually really great because there's, you know, one child is featured in the book and I made this during the pandemic. I wasn't seeing a lot of children other than my own child. So my son is the very much the visual inspiration for the child in the book. Oh, I love that. I took tons and tons of pictures of Baxter, like, you know, doing the different things that are in the book so that I could have a visual reference. But it was also really sweet because, you know, I put in like his favorite stuffed animal. There's a scene in the child's bedroom where the curtains are like these little watermelons. That's in Baxter's room. There's like a stuffed alligator. There's a lot of things that are very visually personal in the book because my entire world when making this book was in my home because we weren't leaving and going anywhere. So I pulled a lot from my personal life and from Seth's family a little bit too, like tried to throw stuff in there that, you know, I think that there's one of your books is in there, Seth, that I put like a little like nod to that. On the tree, you carved initials of me and my wife and you and Aaron. It's such an honor that you made it so personal. I mean, you could have just illustrated it but instead you, to me it shows like how involved you were and how connected you were I'm getting like shivers just thinking about how it's really lovely oh I'm so glad I love doing that I love putting personal little things into books when I was a kid I really loved you know Mark Brown Arthur books he would always put his family's name and I thought that that was the sweetest thing and so that's definitely something that um, I love to do so yeah making making the book really really personal really trying to make it visually interesting the other thing too I just realized I have synesthesia so my synesthesia is like color association with letters and numbers and then like number organization. So when I look at, you know, the different like storylines and when I wake up, like there's something about each one. It really just makes sense that like, this is what you would do in this storyline. Like I was drawn to the specific colors for the different storylines for a reason that like my brain just it's like, no, it has to be this. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> wow. so interesting. That's fascinating. <laughs> That's so fascinating. Well, we have one last question. When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? Jessica, we'll start with you. I just hope that they feel that there are no limitations to their imagination and what they can do with themselves and their time and to just really feel like there's so many things that life has to offer. That's what I hope they feel. Fantastic. What about you, Seth? I agree. I think this is for parents and for kids differently. And I think for parents, it's an opportunity to sort of be excited about the future uh, that their kids have, the, their own abilities, the kids' own, you know, opportunities. For the kids, it's the same thing. We didn't do anything crazy in there. Those are sort of just day-to-day actual things. But, you know, you don't have to be reliant on your parents. You can rely on yourself and, and look at the world around you and do so many amazing things. A big thank you to Seth and Jessica for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for When I Wake Up. 
Check out the show notes to learn more about Seth and Jessica and their other fabulous books. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you won't miss an episode and we would love it if you would leave a review. Thanks for listening and happy happy looking. looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.